right, thank you. So uh, uh, my name is Matt Levy. Uh, I'm a Rebbe at Yeshiva University. I really want to thank you for letting me join you. Uh, normally it's the other way around, I guess, when people come to me, but now I'm coming to you, so thank you. All right, um, so I want to give over, in the time that we have, um, a piece from Guru Hashem, which is the Maharal, right? He was the one who was uh, famous for the golem. Um, but, uh, but in his Guru Hashem, he speaks about an Inyan that is very Nogea, and, and I want to kind of develop it a little bit in the, in the time that we have. So first off, for those uh, who can remember back to high school, um, when I was in high school, we learned biology, and the answer to everything was ATP. Well, I'm, I'm not even sure what it is. Photosynthesis, the answer was ATP. Uh, why do muscles contract? ATP. Um, why does glucose, like, you know, uh, work? Because of ATP. The answer was always ATP. My point here is in Judaism, the answer is always Zechel Etziat Mitzrayim. So the question the Maharal asks is, why is everything Zechel Etziat Mitzrayim? You say Kiddush on Shabbos, Zechel Etziat Mitzrayim. In your Batim, on your Tefillin, you say Zechel Etziat Mitzrayim. Uh, you wave Lulav, Zechel Etziat Mitzrayim. Tzitzis, Zechel Etziat Mitzrayim. Why is this the answer? Why is this the answer to everything within Yiddishkeit? Okay? So, and let, let's just kind of be a little bit clear about this. When, when, when the Maharal talks about you could probably understand it to mean both the Makot and also Kriyas Yamsuf. You could, but it seems like the focus is really on like just that, like, 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 like Leil Seder, like, like, like the next day when we started the movement. That was, that's like Zechel Etziat Mitzrayim. It's not Kriyas Yamsu, because you would have said Kriyas Yamsu. It's not necessarily the Makot, although you could say these things. It's really just this one aspect, right? So the point, the question, why is that the main focus, right? That, why is that the answer for everything that Am Yisrael does, all of our mitzvot? Why is it always Zechel Etziat Mitzrayim? The answer he, he gives comes from the Midrash Tehillim, uh, often called the Shachar Tov, and a very famous Midrash and what is comparable? There are two muscles that are given. One is gold with inside a core barzel, a burning, an iron furnace, burning, fiery, and everything like that. And the goldsmith reaches in with his bare hands and pulls out the gold. That's one of the, the mashalim that are given in this midrash. The other muscle that's given in this midrash is that of a baby within its mother. Uh, a, uh, a, but, but not, not a human, an animal, a sheep of some sort. And the roa, the, the shepherd comes, puts his hands inside the mother and extracts the baby. Those are the two mashalim of what Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim are, is what, what Yitzhak Mitzrayim happened. What was that? So now the Maral takes this and really dissects this and figure, figures out what, what's really going on here. So in the first example, that of the, the gold within the fiery furnace, so what's happening here, really, often shot we think is, well, you know what, we will refine. Like gold is put into the fire to refine it, to get out all the impurities, all the extra elements that aren't necessary. So that's what was happening to Amisro. That's often Pashup shot, how people read this Midrash. Says the Maharal, it's not like that at all. Basically, the fire was, was preventing, as it were, the gold from coming out. The fire, the burning, that, that, that sensation was hampering the gold's ability to, to move as if the gold were a person in and of itself, right? And so you needed some external force 
And of course, the Ribbon Shalom, he doesn't need any tools. He doesn't need any pliers, any whatever the you know, goldsmith uses to take out. Hashem reaches his hand in and pulls us out. All right, so that's the very first um, muscle. And the main factor is that Egypt was overbearing on us. Okay, so now the second one. Right, the second muscle, that of the uh, animal, the, the baby calf with inside the mother. So it's very interesting because, as it were, initially, the calf is completely, the, the, the fetus inside of a mother is completely dependent on the mother. It, it has no um, essence of itself. It has no identity of itself until finally, when it gets to the right age, as it were, when it's developed, when it's matured enough, then comes the roa and takes it out. And it's very interesting. The Maral expresses the whole number of 600,000. This number in and of itself represents a sense of completion. And then that's what Amisro had to get to. Uh, just to, you know, the Maral breaks it down in terms of six, you know, a hundred, a thousand. I'll give you, that's your homework, okay? So this is Gavurus Hashem, Perika, Perika, uh, Gimel, excuse me. Um, and so you go, you take it, you'll read it there. But just, just the, the basic idea, I'll just break down one of the numbers uh, for time, six. Why is six completion? Well, uh, the way he explains it is a dot, well, that, that, that's, just, that's just one point. It's still lacking any kind of like space, as it were. A line, well, that's two points. Okay, uh, two-dimensional, fine, you have four points. But to be able to have direction, that's what you need is six points, right? That creates a sense of fullness. We take a lulav, you shake it in six di directions, right? You six days, Hashem was able to create everything. But in six, it was all done. So there's a sense of completion by six. So too by a hundred, and so too by a thousand. You'll take my word for it. You don't have to take my word for it. You'll take the Maharal's word for it. So there's a certain level of completion that was made. So Am Yisrael, as it were, going into Mitzrayim and then taking out with this process of, as it were, developing ourselves to becoming a full people, okay? And that was the entire like, process that happened. And the thing is, whenever you're learning the Maral, you have to learn, you have to know two ideas. One is called the Tzura, and one is called the Homer, right? The Maral often, whenever you're reading him, he takes things apart in terms of what was the Tzura, like design, as it were. Okay, and then what was the the homer as 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 the material, right? So again, on the one way you look at these two mashalim um, from the midrash, you see gold. That's the homer, as it were. And so it's very nice to think, oh, I'm a piece of gold. That that's beautiful. But I can't do anything without Hashem taking me out. That's one level. Another way to look at it is is the tzura. What's the tzura? That's my own identity. As it were, the baby inside of the mother couldn't come out until it became greater. Now, it's interesting because Maral says that it's dafka in an, in an animal. That's where this, this, this shepherd comes to take it out because Egypt represented this animal mentality. And the thing is, if we were never taken out from that, we would have been subsumed by that. We're all familiar that we were on the lowest level, the 49th level of tummy. And if we hadn't been taken out to take it a moment longer, we would have completely lost ourselves. We've been completely, as it were, lost in the fire, subsumed within the mother, as it were. So we needed to have these two kind of um, 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 actions taken upon us, that in terms of our, our, um, uh, our design, our spiritual sense, and that in terms of our physicality, the actual people who we were, as it were. And I'll just kind of quickly finish with this idea, spirituality and physicality. This is something that is so incumbent upon every aspect of us as Jewish people. Everything is about the spiritualness that we bring to the physical. And nothing can give that example more so than by kashrus. 
I'll bring it into this week's parsha, parsha Shemini. We learn about everything that is kept. What, what, how do you keep kosher? What animals are kosher? The girl has a beautiful idea. And he says like this, really fast, and then I'll finish up here, right? That what happens? Why are we male gera? Why is that one of the characteristics that an animal chews its cud on account of the fact that when an animal chews its cud, it's taking the physical that it already has and squeezing everything out of it. That's the idea of being makir tov to everything, taking every aspect that we have and how can I pull out, how can I, how can I squeeze out every ounce of good that's within it? And it's the idea that Hashem gives me everything that I need. Certainly, we can understand that when we eat food in general, that we have a sense of taking the physical, but we can make it a lot more spiritual when we put ourselves into this. However, just a quick, quick recap here. Again, the question is, why is the answer to everything? And essentially, we'll say like this, because there was a physical uh, part that the Egyptians were on top of us. There was a spiritual part in which Egyptians were on top of us. And it was only through a Kaddish Baruch Hu pulling us out. And Hever, that's what we are. We're Jews. We are people who do things physically, but we bring spirituality to them. And so that's why it's so central. We have this. It's a mitzvah that we have every day. And it's a mitzvah that we're leading up to with Pesach. Thank you. I'm sorry if I took